Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome to Inside the Pages, presented by the Cornerstone of Grace, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m., Wednesday Bible study at 7 p.m. We believe the Bible is the Word of God. Therefore, we're faithful. Hallelujah. You know, I feel the Holy Ghost. Therefore, we're faithful. We're bold. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the Word of God. My prayer is that you are having a blessed day. No matter what might be or what it might seem like, it could be also be just a delusion, a distraction. Well, we're going to go before the Lord in prayer. The Bible said man should always pray. And let's seek the Lord. Let's seek him for what we're in need of. Because he told us to cast our cares upon him because he cares for us. Thank you, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness and grace. We thank you, Lord, for blessing us to be back into this setting once again. Lord God, where we can worship and honor your name. Lord God, where we can give you glory. We magnify you, Lord God, above every situation. Lord, sometimes it seems overwhelming and we find ourselves caught up in the moment. But we want to acknowledge you this morning that that you're still sovereign. You're sovereign in our lives. Lord God, and so what we've gotten caught up and forgot about um, who you are and your abilities and that you brought us through other situations to bring us through this, we apologize. We ask your forgiveness. Lord God, and let us not be found in that place again. Lord Jesus, I, I pray and ask that for each one that's under the sound of my voice, including myself. Lord God, so that we're found pleasing in your will, pleasing in your sight. Lord God, help us, Lord God, to be steadfast and unmovable. Lord God, abiding in your word, listening to your word filling your word, doing your word. Lord, help us. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, we have gathered to honor you in the beauty of holiness. You, your word told us that you're seeking such. Lord God, that honor you in that way. And Lord, so we come not as to be on parade of ourselves to to demonstrate anything outside of what you desire. But our hearts are toward you, Lord. Our hearts are to give you praise and to give you glory. Our hearts, Lord God, is to magnify you, to exalt you above everything. Lord, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, Lord God, for those that are listening near those that are listening afar. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless them as they, uh, Lord God, as they seek you, as they listen in, those that will listen later because of work or because of the time difference. Lord Jesus, we pray and ask that you would bless them as they tune in in that moment. Lord Jesus, that you would touch their hearts and that you would strengthen them. Lord God, if there's any that are sick among us that are, Lord Jesus, and you, you know the ailment, you know the, the diagnosis or whatever the doctor may have given, Lord Jesus, we pray and ask that you would bless them. Lord Jesus, that you would move by your power, Lord God, guide the, the hands and the mind of the doctor, Lord Jesus, to diagnose properly. Lord Jesus, and medication, those that are on different medications. Let the medication be used uh, properly, let it be used for the body 
Lord Jesus, in the way that it was intended. Lord God, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your kindness, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We bless your name, Savior. Lord God, we ask that as we go forward into this service this morning, that you would bless your word to be clear as we partake of the communion, Lord Jesus, and as we partake, Lord God, uh, of uh, remembrance of you, that you would bless your people, Lord, in Jesus' name. We'll be careful to give you praise and to give you glory, Lord, continually in this place. Amen. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. As we prepare our hearts for the word of God, thank you, Lord. Amen. Before I open the scripture, let's let's worship the Lord. And this, this song in itself is by Hillsong Worship. And it is uh, what a beautiful name. And, and certainly the Lord has the best name ever. You are the word of the beginning. One Again, this is Hill Song Worship. What a beautiful name. focus. The house was built for his name.
what a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus. You know, there's no other name under heaven whereby men must be saved. The church, the whole purpose of the church, the building, the physical building that we gather in is for his name, is for his name. Yes, the church was built to hollow, was built to honor his name. And so that should be the focus of every service is to honor the name of Jesus. At this time, we're gonna have an opening scripture uh, and we're gonna go further into the service. Psalms 150 says, Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in the sanctuary. Praise him in the pyramids of his, of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the, with the soft spring heart. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the, the string instruments and organ. Praise him with the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbal. That everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Acts 2, 46 and 47. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple, and bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Thank you, Jesus. Well, you know, today is... Here in the U.S., it is May 14th, uh, uh, considered a holiday, Mother's Day, considered to be Mother's Day. And so happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers. And that includes Mr. Dad or Mr. Mom, you know, and so um, hearts are thrilled. Some of you may be experiencing uh, memories because your mom is not present. And, and so certainly we understand that. I know I do. And, um, and there are others as well, but to God be the glory. We're going to go on. We're not, you know, my heart is, is filled with, a um, is filled with joy. You know, as I think about what God has done and who he is and certainly you know you should reflect as where you are with the lord you know i was driving in i was thinking about how the lord took this little man and he raised him up from what he was and all the shenanigans that was in my life and and he did it in such a way that my mother saw a change and she followed me and and so certainly we thank god for his goodness and thank God for his grace and what he is doing. Let's, uh, we're going to go further on in the service of the Lord. And so at this time, we're actually going to participate in communion uh, unto the Lord. The Bible tells us that as often as you do this, do it in remembrance of me. And so communion is not just a tradition of things that we do, but we do it in honor of the Lord. And so while we're uh, participating in the communion service, um, uh, we wanna enjoy some more of the worship uh, of the Lord. And, and, so, and so we're going to continue in that um, while we're participating. And so uh, my, I ask that you would pray with us, pray for us, and so, in other words, keep a prayerful mind while we're uh, uh, taking of communion. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you. Can you just give the Lord a wave? I mean, you might be driving, uh, you might be at work, you might just be, or maybe you're getting ready for service or you're already in service, but just give the Lord a wave. Just, just wave your hand at him. Lord, here I am. I, I'm here, Lord. I'm here in the service. I'm here for you to magnify you. My heart is here. My mind is here. I'm in this moment. You know, it's so important that we be in the moment. Be in the moment. Be in the moment. And so while we're we're partaking in communion, uh, this song says, let it rain. You know, Lord, send your rain. Send your rain on us. Drench us. Drench us, Lord. And you know, it, it's good to be drenched by the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. To be filled. If you haven't received the Holy Ghost, I want to encourage you to start seeking the Lord for it. Yes, the Holy Ghost is for today. Those that think it's not, they, they're misled. We have not left Bible teaching. You know, people say, well, you know, uh, that was for then. That was for that day and time. I need your undivided attention. Uh, that was for this day, this time, uh, you know, and, and so it has now gone on. And here we are in 2023. Nothing has changed. God is the same yesterday today and forevermore. And so let's let's remember that. Thank you, Lord God. Bless you, Jesus. This is by Bishop Paul Morton, Let It Rain. I believe tonight somebody just wants to know open up the windows of heaven for you. Let it rain. Send down your blessings, Lord. I just need you to move in this place tonight. I just need you to move in this place tonight. He's doing it right now.
Bless you, Jesus. Again, that is Bishop Paul Morton, one of the favorites. Let it rain. We're going to go forward into the, the word of God. And so I want to direct your attention to a particular passage of scripture on this uh, great occasion. You know, every time we come to service and before we go into the word, there, there's a um, song that we're going to sing a little bit of and so uh, I'm going I'm asking for you to help <laughs> with this particular song it's a it's a song that everybody know and, and so um and so let's help our let's help the the new drummer uh get his cadence and so let's let's stand put your hands together and let's let's do this you know uh in a way that's going to magnify the lord those of you that are listening, you may know the song, but you may not know it. But um, but it's a very simple song. It says, victory is mine. It's a very simple song. I think it brings back memories to some. And so, um, and then we're going to go into the word of God and the book of Proverbs. We're going to go into Proverbs, the first chapter. The songwriter says, victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. that we will sing that song today you know and so certainly we thank god for his goodness victory is mine today victory is mine and i, I pray that you have the victory too bless your lord thank you jesus 
Again, we're going to go on into the word of God. Now, I'm missing, I'm missing something up here right now. They got the message. Just walk that up here, round to the right side, your left side. To all the Mr. Moms, And moms out there, I know there's some some missed dads, but this is Mother's Day. And so before we go into the word of God, we have a, a reading. This card entitles you to one day freer, to one free day alone without us calling you or bugging you for 24 hours. And then the card itself says, and the best part, you family's got you. Happy Mother's Day. Um, core, core, you better love dad. And then yesterday, you talked to me about not wanting material things. So I said, since you don't care about material things, I got you sleep. And this is. <laughs> 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 All right, he wanted to read that. I think there was another reading, but no. All right, okay. <laughs> We're going into the book of Proverbs. <laughs> book of Proverbs. The first chapter, beginning at the, the first verse. Um, I, I kind of feel I know what the day is going to be like now. The the, proper, the the writer of Proverbs, which you already know, you already know, uh, Solomon, this young black man, um, has written book, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes. Uh, I believe Lamentations is also associated with, um, with his writings as well. And he, he gave his own testimony. He said, don't, and the songs of Solomon, he said, don't, don't look at me because, uh, because the son has kissed me, which speaks volumes in itself as to who he was and what he somewhat looked like. Nothing like the pictures paint or movies have made. And none of the, uh, only few have come close to, uh, what I'm looking for is the, as far as making a movie to what things really look like from a biblical perspective. In the book of Proverbs, begin at the second verse, it says to know wisdom and instruction to perceive the words of understanding. To know wisdom and instructions to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instructions of wisdom, justice, judgment, equity, to give subtility to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. Fifth verse says, a wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel, wise counsel. To understand a proverb, an interpretation, the words of, of the wise and their dark sayings. If you would I'd make a mental note of that and their dark sayings, just underline that, highlight it, just don't forget that. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instructions of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. 
for they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. Again, happy Mother's Day to mom and Mr. Mom. And you know, this, this uh, there are people that have double duty today. Now, I enjoy when I see dads, um, and I'm not making this about dads in any kind of way, but I'm just talking about the fact that I've met fathers that are playing a role of Mr. Mom and spending time with their daughters, teaching them uh, to do well and to be well so that they don't grow up messing with some knucklehead. And same as moms that have taught. Now, moms have a different logic. Moms are smart. Moms are wise. It doesn't take anything away from anyone. There's just a certain element, a certain sense that is instilled within a woman that places her uh, miles ahead of us. By the time uh, some of us guys, we get there and say, I get it. And she's traveled 10 more miles down the road. Moms, women are, are different. They're built They're There's something about them. And so uh, this Mother's Day was set aside in the early 1900s. But the command to show honor was given. Um, and I, I know uh, some of you may uh, immediately go to Exodus, but I'm going to say that from what I've read was given in Genesis 2 and 24. It says, therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. Well, how, how is it that you, you got honoring a mom out of that? Because you don't need to be living in your mother's basement. You don't need to be living at home and trying to bring a bride home when they have taught you how to survive on your own. They've already instructed you, learn, uh, observe, uh, don't get caught into mischief. Don't be mischievous. Follow the rules and follow the regulations. And so this prepares us for life where we're not stuck at home. We're able to get out the nest and not be a burden where your mom is still doing your laundry. Well, I do my own laundry, but you're using her washing machine. You're using her water and electricity. You sleep in, in the room that you grew up in when you when it should be their office or maybe it's their their chamber that they want to play and have games in their their game night, whatever. Listen. And so therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. Now, this was reiterated in my mind. It was reiterated in Exodus 20 and 12, where it says, honor thy father and thy mother. And the best way you can honor them or honor mom is by showing that you have grown up, you have matured to be a responsible individual as they hoped and prayed and nurtured to the best of their ability. Thank you, Lord. I never look at a parent and condemn them for not or what they or what you felt they should have done. No one is perfect. Everyone has the Bible is clear about it. All has said and come short of the glory of God. But she did listen. There are parents that things were handed down. Well, you know, it was handed down that that when they grew up, they got when they got in trouble, it was it was a knockdown. It was a spanking, you know, unbelievable. What we look at today and call brutality. They got peach tree switches. They had extension cords. They had belts. They had shoes. They did all kind of stuff. And then she comes along and she tries to implement the same thing. But you're of a different generation, a different mindset. And so she has to then learn and adjust. There are also issues that she had in her life that she is struggling with or has struggled with to overcome. And now she is trying to bring this to your attention 
in the best way possible. And so moms deserve a standing ovation because of how they have dealt with us knuckleheads. That's the way I like to put it, knuckleheads, because I was a knucklehead and I wasn't alone. And so uh, the Bible tell us, you know, uh, it, it tells us about being, talks to us about being responsible instead of being knuckleheads, be responsible, no matter what age you are. It's ageless, it's ageless, it's ageless. And so honor thy father and thy mother, how? By being responsible, by listening and just obeying what they say to do. That the days, that thy days, your days, may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God give thee. Long does not mean 80, 90 years, but ever God has determined for you, whether it's 10 days, whether it's 10 years or 100 years, that it is well with you during that time. But we're going to be responsible. And we're going to take what, what we learned from mom and apply it. We're not going to ignore it. We're not going to feel we can sneak past it. We're not going to feel that we have a better way. We can add to what she taught us, but we're going to use what was taught and told to us as the foundation. He says in the eighth verse, my son, hear the instructions of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace upon thy head and a chain about thy neck. I wear, you should be wearing the advice of your mom. You should be wearing it as the most, you know, we put on our rings, we put on our, our watches, we put on different things, you know, but are you putting on the good advice that was given to you? Uh, maybe that advice came through an observation. Maybe it came through a action of what should not have been done. Either way it go, you learn something and you know and should know now how to apply it. The 21st or the first verse in the uh, Exodus, the first chapter 21, it says, and it came to pass because the midwives feared God that they made them houses and Pharaoh charged all his people saying, every son that is born shall be cast into the river and every daughter shall, uh, shall you save alive. He had a, an agenda. He's gonna keep all the women alive so that the, so that the Egyptian men could have them, not only that, but they could be sold for slaves. And, and so the, the second uh, verse in the second chapter begins, it says, and there went out a man of the house of Levi and took a wife of the daughter of Levi. So he married within uh, someone that knew him, that could understand him. Uh, ladies, marry someone that can understand you. That is also, you're a professional, they should be a professional. Uh, not a professional liar, not a professional cheater, and not a professional scumbugger, not a professional anything else, but a professional in business. And a prof and certainly y'all can do whatever when you get home. And you know, as one um, rapper said. So listen. And the woman conceived and bare a son. And when she saw him that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. She hid him as long as she could. And when she could not hide, not no longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrush and dubbed it. She created a basket of slime and pitch. And, and so she created a little boat and she put the child in it and sent him down river. She couldn't stand to what may have taken place. She certainly didn't want to see the uh, the, the Egyptians bust into the house and take the child uh, from before her eyes. And so she put him in a boat. And, and you know, let, let's just say God inspired her and for her actions and what she did. Sister stood afar off watching. So he, his big sister, his big sister stood off watching. 
and to see what would happen, what would be done. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself in the river. And her maidens walked along by the riverside. And when she saw the ark uh, made of flax, she sent her maiden to fetch it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child. And behold, the babe wept. And she had compassion on him and said, this is one of the Hebrew children. This was Moses. Now, Moses' mother was in a difficult situation. His sister ran back. Mom, well, first she approached uh, Pharaoh's daughter and said, hey, look, let me go get one of the, he the Hebrew women that are, you know, breasts are filled with milk and, you know, that's given birth to. And so she went and got her mom to come and nurture her little brother. And Pharaoh's a daughter did not know this, didn't know who she was. The Bible doesn't identify that. At least I haven't seen it. Moses' mother was in a difficult situation. As so many of our parents, moms, have been in difficult situations. Now, she could not show all of her emotions. She couldn't do it. Uh, there are times where mom is mustering up all her energy, all of her strength, all of her being not to show true emotions of what is really going on in that moment. Moses' mother had to do the same thing. As she nurtured Moses, she had to teach him to be quiet. The things that she was telling him, she couldn't let that out be exposed. He couldn't walk around bragging that I'm a Hebrew. <laughs> he couldn't walk around bragging about who he really was and his mom was nurturing him. She had to work with him and get him to understand. Young men, daughters, sons, you need to understand they are working with you to get you to understand to know when to talk, when to be humble, how to respect the ways of the world, the Egyptians and honor, the, but at the same time to honor the true and living God. It would have, oh my God, if he would have rebelled against what was being said, we would be reading a different story. His mom, as many other mothers, have dealt with some difficult situations. Sometimes there was a smile to mask. And sometimes the smile is a mask to hide what is really happening. Now, I, I personally know, and I, I never forget, uh, the, 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 the days that my mom stayed woke when this knucklehead came through the door, you know, wondering and waiting to hear us, myself, my sister, because we were probably the most violent ones at that time, you know, and there's someone, there's a witness here. I also remember something that really impacted me, that made me think. Didn't change my actions, but it did make me think. <laughs> As she laid in bed and she was crying, it's nighttime, I'm trying to go to bed, but I hear her sobbing. And I know there's something deep that's going on with her. And so, you know, when the lights go out, sometimes the tears drop. And you'll never know. I just happened to stumble across it You'll never know until you stumble across it and there's nothing you can do or know what to say in that moment until you have an understanding of what is going on. And it starts with us. It starts with us. And so a mom have done, your mom may have done the same thing. Matter of fact, I'm sure that are many that are listening, those that will hear have been in the same situation. All of the prayers she uh, has made for you that went out. No one knew where you were. 
When I left the house, my mother didn't know where I was traveling to. She didn't know where I was going. No, the only person knew where I was was myself and whoever that was with me. Many of us, uh, oh, we we thought we were hoping we would we were you know nothing was going to happen to us, but our moms knew that and was hoping that we would not be another statistic, another statistic, another young person, another young lady, another young man caught up into something or have lost a life, a statistic. Oh, there's another one, wrong place, wrong time, a statistic, in jail, a statistic. They're hoping and praying that it doesn't happen. Or if it does happen and it don't take your life, that you will learn a lesson from it and not to repeat it again. Bless you, Lord. Like the like Hannah who prayed and like the Shudamite mother who prayed for her son. God heard their prayer and God heard your mom's prayer, too. Now, mothers are. Oh, how do I want to say this? But I'm just going to say mothers are perfect. Mothers are perfect. Don't say I didn't say they knew it all. But they're perfect in certain areas. They're like you and I. Matter of fact, look at yourself. In some way, you're just like them. You're just like your mom. There's an element there. I'm sorry. There's an element that you're have characteristics of your mom. You know, we've been talking about Hagger. We've been talking about Hagger in our Wednesday night Bible study. And something that caught my attention about her is that the Lord described Ishmael and Ishmael characteristics. He's going to be a wild man and he's going to be uh, he's going to be a soldier. He's going to soldier up. He's going to be a leader. And when I looked at that, I thought about her DNA. I thought about his DNA. I thought about his dad's DNA. There are characteristics and some things that are being told to us in that moment. And this is what I'm getting out of it or got out of it about Hagar herself. We'll deal with that on Wednesday night again. Moses character is not far from his mother's character. She had more time with him. Mothers breastfeed and they have quality time with the child, whereas dad does not because dad is not there. Dad is out laboring so that to bring home the bacon, to bring home the bread, to bring home the cheese, to bring home some cheddar, uh, some crackers, whatever, to take care of the family. And so there's quality time. To, for mom and a child to men. And so uh, she had time to work with him. Moms and gentlemen, I know you're out, you're out laboring. You're out laboring for mom and the wife as, you know, as you should be, you know, to bring about comfort. Remember, uh, the the we're talking about mom and the, and the scripture said, let, let the man forsake, uh, leave home, leave mom and dad home. Listen, your wife has left home. Your, that mom has left home and she deserves the same comfort at minimal that she had at home. She should not be crying because she's at home and don't have what is needed. She could have stayed and waited for a true Romeo, uh, someone to really come by and sit down and talk to her dad and assure him that you heard what I said, talk to her dad and assure him, talk to her dad and assure him that she's going to have the comfort that is needed. Don't, don't, and I, I'm good at, at listening. So we're not going to paint a false picture in, in that day and time. Okay. Listen. Her, uh, <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Listen, mom and dad's roof. She had it going on. Well, she should have it going on. And that's why I say, ladies, you have your own place. 
don't invite him over. You single parents, mom, you know, I, you you feel that in that moment, you know, you, you feel like you want a companion. Don't invite him to your place. He should have his own place. He should be able to cook for you sometime. And he should be able to invite you and the children over to cook for them and get to know them too. And sometime invite dad over as well. Listen, no one needs a grown baby. No, now moms, you're nurturing this child. You didn't raise a child. Do not get involved with some man that is needy. He's needy. He, he's going he's gonna to be your second child or your third child that you're raising. No, no, not so. No one needs a grown baby who, who already is, uh, you already milking, you already breastfeeding another, and he's around talking about what about me? No. Brothers, brothers, really, let's listen. I'm, I'm, I'm just about done. I'm just about done here. But I really want happy Mother's Day. <laughs> to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to know means to have that you've been introduced. You've been introduced. All of us have been introduced to wisdom. All of us have been introduced to some form of instructions to, and some understanding. You're aware through observation. You are aware because you ask questions. You are aware because someone shared the information with you. You have developed a relationship. You cannot do that without developing a relationship, something that is meaningful. You have to spend time with a person to become familiar with them, to be friendly with them. Well, you have to do the same thing with wisdom. You have to do the same thing with knowledge and understanding. So to know wisdom, to know instructions and understand too many excuses, gentlemen, ladies, moms, too many excuses exist in our arenas, in our neighborhoods, among us. Too many excuses, too many excuses. I count one of the biggest excuses that there is, is I'm going to pray about it. And the Bible didn't say pray about it. It said be about it. When you hear the word that you do it, doers of the word. And that includes doers of your profession, doers of what you need to be done to be successful. To perceive the instructions of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, receive. We like being recipients of nice things, money, nice things, except for the one that received a leaf this morning. Because they're material, materialistic. <laughs> To have a good name, your FICA score should not be below 700 at this point. And they say, I said 700 to give you room in case there was some hiccups along the way because it should have been higher. That, that's part of a good name and structures. Credibility, your character. You don't let your character side for nobody. You don't do anything to appease nobody to be, no. If it's wrong, I'm not doing it. If you my friend, you're not gonna ever ask me to do nothing wrong. No, no, good character. All of these play a part of wisdom, fairness, intelligence, and eliminating prejudice. Fourth verse, to give subtility to the, to the simple and the wise man knowledge and discreet. Mom knows you better. She knows that you're nothing but a bucket of hair. That's not to offend nobody. But as we grow up and, and as we are maturing, we are nothing but, some of you, a bucket of hair. That's all you are. You don't have the common sense. You think you do. And because someone told you you're cute, it went straight to your hair. It didn't go to your brains. It didn't go to it went. Mom knows that that little bird chest, you standing around trying to flex, trying to be hard. You got some dirt on your lips and calling it muscle and calling it a stash. It doesn't say that you have brains that's all it is it's just a little a little deformation a little formation occurring on you a little bit of hair and jumped out you know a little peach fuzz you can't shave it you can't do nothing with it it's just just a little fuzz and sometimes it's dirt it made it look a little darker than what it was wash your face mom knows these things 
She knows. Now, a wise man, boy, teenager, man, child, as well as those girls that, that want to be Lizzo's and Stallions and the rest of you city girls will hear an increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. Uh, me and my me and my my pistols, I call them pistols. They don't usually hear me say nothing like that. But uh, me and my pistols, when we hang out, you know, my right side, my left side, and um, we're out. We talk about things that are, are are confidential. We don't share those things with mom. It's just things that um, that as men and grandsons are out that we talk about for man advice, man things. We're men at that moment. There, there is no age. Oh, well, well, you're nine. No, you're at that point, you are a, a man child when we're out and about. So we talk about things. Why? Because uh, there's wise counsel to be given from life experience, wise counsel that they're going to remember along the way. It may not hit them in that moment, but later on, it might hit them and they connect the dots. A young man will, uh, I was speaking with a young man, and, you know, and, and I heard him say that, that he felt like uh, when he left home at an early age and, uh, you know, um, he felt that he knew more than what was being given at home. And so therefore learning stopped at that point. When you stop listening to what your mom have to say, when you stop listening to what Mr. Mom has to say and you feel that you know more, you stop learning and you never rise above your level of learning. Never, ever. That's why a 40 year old, 50 year old man that's not retired, woman that's not retired, let me emphasize this, is flipping burgers, making minimum wage because they stopped learning. And that was all that they can achieve. They had no, no initiative, a lack of understanding. Uh, was at their door waiting for them daily until you stop and humble yourself till you stop and say, wait a minute, they must have said something that I missed. Let me go back and rewind. Let me revisit this. Let me replay this and grab it so that I can move forward. Others that heard the advice matured and are doing well. Now, to this day, a level of maturity has not been reached by that individual or some individuals because um, they lost it. They lack all they have is excuses and dependencies upon others. Run from that. Ladies, when you meet moms, when you meet someone that, that's charming, they've learned to be charming because they've tried to get what they want. But run from them when they show you that they have nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. I think that's a good place to stop at. Yeah. Sometimes you got to run. Moms, you, you got to run sometime. Don't, don't feel that you're in a place that, you know, you got to settle. You ain't got to settle. Now ain't nobody else going to come along. Don't, don't feel that way. No, I'm, that's for single moms. Moms that, that are married. Uh, know, know this, that you appreciate it. You appreciate it. Uh, he has to appreciate you. Yes, you're his good name as mom. And some of you have raised not just one child, but you've raised multiple children. You didn't just raise your, the child that exited your womb, but you raised the child that came along and you began to nurture them as well. You help them, you help pull the best out of them. You help pull to the forefront what they were being told. You know, you mentor many. That's what pastors do. Now, pastors aren't teaching everything that's brand new. Some of the stuff you already know. We're pulling it to the forefront of your mind. We're helping you to remember. The Bible said through the foolishness of preaching that, that we're saved. And so it's through the, the reiteration of his word. It's through the reminding uh, you 
of what needs to be done so that you can also help mentor and remind someone else. Now, now the, 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 the proverb said, remember and get the dark sayings. There are some hidden treasures and jewels that's even behind what has been said this morning and behind what you're going to hear and what has been said and the advice that your mom that has given you and is going to give you even later. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your goodness and grace. We thank you, Lord God, for this exhortation about wisdom, this exhortation about knowledge and understanding. We, Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless those that are listening, those that have tuned in uh, near and far, those that are sitting, Lord God, under the sound of my voice. I pray and ask that you would bless them to receive what has been exhorted on this day that we call Mother's Day as we honor Lord God, our, our mothers, as we honor, Lord God, those that have given birth to children and those that are, Lord, have that particular role, we appreciate because you also acknowledge them and you have instructed us, each one of us, to, uh, to be careful in our actions, what we do, what we say uh, to them because you cherish them. Even the church itself is as a woman that is giving birth to children. Lord God, we thank you for your kindness. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Continue to pray for us as we are praying for you. Uh, again, join us on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for as we are in the book of Genesis, the 17th chapter uh, in our Bible study. God bless you. Didn't I tell you it would be all right? Didn't I tell? Uh, all right, well, listen. God bless you. God bless you. I'm, I'm here just clowning with, listen, God bless you. Thank you for those that have tuned in, you know, continue to pray for us as we are praying for you. And certainly we appreciate your presence.